Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, everybody, and welcome to History Dweebs. I'm Brandy, and this is the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Uh, We are without Timmy as he has decided to uh, take a much-needed mental sabbatical on the islands with his girlfriend. So, Chuck and I are doing this alone. We have gone rogue, devil. We have gone rogue, and I'm pretty excited about it. Timmy provided us with a couple scripts here, and we found them to be... uh, Subpar. Subpar. We did. So we wrote our own script. We did. We have been wanting to do this story for quite some time. Timmy has not allowed it. Nope, but his reign of tyranny is over for now. We do apologize we couldn't get out something sooner, but we actually we had some stuff come up at work. Probably Timmy's fault. It is Timmy's fault. He should have had this done before he left. So we have been we've been doing it. So anyway. So it's just Chuck and I today, and I will introduce uh, Chuck, but I will not give him all of his titles because they're a pain in the ass and ridiculous. So, I'm fine with just Emperor. No. So with me, as always, and always, and always, is the lovely and talented Charles Walters. Well, How are you doing? I'm doing good. Happy birthday, devil. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're getting a lot of birthday wishes out there. I am getting a lot of birthday wishes. You're more popular than I thought you was. Well, I can't really help it. I yeah. can't help that. People like me because I am a wonderful person. Yeah. You're, you're good enough. You're smart enough. <laughs> That's right. And people Tom like you, devil. People like me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, how has your, uh, your week been? My week has been good. Have you noticed uh, it's been a lot calmer without Timmy around here? It has. We've been able to get some work done, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I I have noticed we we uh, we look forward to him coming back. Although that just means you know it, mean, it means more terror. yeah more tyranny and more yeah uh, who needs that right so um, but the first thing we want to do and I want to make sure that we get this done out of the gate. We want to thank our Patreon sponsors. Without you guys. Uh, you know, we would uh, we'd be still doing this for free. But anyway, so we want to thank Alicia and Chip, Daniel Bassett, Jen Moyer, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Maggie Glover, Sarah Bloom, Amber Krupp, Joe Hopkins with the Now American History podcast, uh, Rebecca Osinger, Oslinger, Karen Alden. Is that her name? His handwriting is just atrocious. It's Alden, yeah. Okay. Cheryl Pierce, T.J. Young, Catherine Cock Garage Richardson, Fiona Crisp, Karen Garrett, Mike Brown with the Pleasing Terrors podcast, Holy Moly, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, uh, Donna Curran, Maja, Aaron uh, with an A, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, Diane Student with the History Goes Bump podcast, Amber Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise. Leslie Hagar, Amber, Amber Scoville, Jahara, Jeff and Dawn, Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, uh, Holly Woodward, Shirley Strapp, Todd Long, uh, Lydia and her sister Ruth Ann, Jennifer Wasnick, Tyrone, Phyllis Munson, Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, Mandy Swanson, Andy, is it Andy Lowe? 
That's not right. Andy Hat. Nope. Andrew Hat. Nope. Got him. Different one. Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou. Oh my gosh. Cindy Lou. Dude, I'm damn, Timmy, he, he's right like a doctor over here. Uh, he we can't like even a serial killer. Always, yeah. Cindy Lou. Sorry, Cindy. Heather Poole. Uh, Charlie and Allie from the Inside Podcast. Bridget Bernard. Uh, the They Walk Among Us podcast. Stacy. Chris. Have, Haver. Haver. Cheryl Weldon. We're just going to let the phone ring in the, these podcasts because yeah, we're not... We don't know how to work the computer very well. We're not going to edit stuff out, so you might hear some phone ringing in the background, but we're very busy people here. Or here, you talk somebody from work. So, we've got, uh, let's see, the rest of our shout-outs here. There's one more at the bottom. Huh? Um, Karen Barnes, do we get her? Yes. Cheryl Weldon. Um, and somebody... RVDI yeah. that we cannot get. And Charlie and Ali from Insight. I already said that. Oh, okay. So we got them. Yep. So we've got everybody covered here. We apologize for not knowing how to work the computer. We do know how to work it. We just... Um, we don't. We don't want to lose something important here. Yeah. We, so, actually, we can go back and edit all that out, but... Yeah. You know, we want you to be involved in our lives. Yeah. So, this is a, a story about a Cree Indian named Swift Runner who claims that he was, excuse me, possessed by a Wendigo uh, and did some fucked up shit. So, we're going to talk about that. Uh, a Wendigo is a spirit believed by the Algonquins, the Cree, and the Ojibwa. What is that? Ojibwa. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi Indians. Ojibwa's. I don't know what that Ojibans. means. Ojibans. Ojibans. Obi-Wan Kenobi Indians. I don't... Well, well, they use yeah. the force. It's the tribe of the Jedi. They use the force. Yeah. I love them. And sorry if anybody actually is one of these. <laughs> we apologize for butchering it. Um, uh, anyway, it, it, it's believed that the spirit p- takes possession of vulnerable people and causes them to engage in cannibalism and other forms of antisocial behavior. This is actually something that happened in Indian cultures up in Canada. Okay. Um, that people, you know, they would use their psychosis and, and, and say away it was a Wendigo. Wendigo, yeah. Well, Swift Runner was a Cree Indian uh, who lived during the last century in now what is called, uh, or now what is now central Alberta. Uh, his background was not unusual. As a young man, he received a solid, useful Cree education. He married and had a family of six children. Good Lord, find a new hobby. Uh, six children. A lot of freaking kids. That is a lot of, a lot of kids. Uh, he traded with the Hudson Bay Company, and in, seven, nine, shit, in 1875, he served as a guide for the Northwest Mounted Police. Oh, uh, but Swift, Runner, Swift Runner's life ended in tragedy and notoriety. Oh, of course, Swift Runner. I know. Uh, you'd think you'd be able to outrun any trouble. <laughs> During the winter of 17, geez, 1878 to 1879, a time of starvation and misery for the Cree people, he became possessed, and I'm going to go ahead and put air quotes around possessed, by the Wendigo Psychosis. Um, and he, let's see, he was a hunter and a trapper, um, from the country north of Fort Edmonton. He was a big man, he was over six feet tall, and he was well-liked. He was mild and trustworthy, a considerate husband and lover, and very fond of his children. Uh, a little too fond of his children. eventually, yes. All of these traits endeared him to his people and to the traders of the Hudson Bay Company. Um, one policeman, however, said that he had as ugly and evil-looking a face as I have ever seen. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard customers say that about Timmy. Well, clearly, yeah. Timmy Timmy has dead eyes. He does have dead eyes <laughs> and no eyebrows. And no eyebrows. <laughs> um, let's see. You write like Tim. There's just shit everywhere here. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's the one newspaper story actually pointed out later that his contact with white men ruined him. Well, how many of us? 
can say the same thing, honestly. Pretty much every Indian in the world that came into contact with a white one. And every woman, And yeah. every woman. Uh, that ruination came in part from an inordinate, an inordinate fondness for the whiskey. Oh, he liked the hooch. Yeah, he was smuggling it into areas, and it was disguised as medicine. Swift runner. Um, so he was. He might have been Irish. Well, and evidently he might have been, but evidently he was a mean drunk. <laughs> he was mean. Oh yeah. And some people called him the terror of the whole region. <laughs> Much like Timmy. Much like Timmy. Uh, the police sent Swift Runner um, would send Swift Runner back to his tribe, where he caused so much t- trouble he turned the creek camps into little hills, and was eventually turned out from his community altogether, retreating into the wilderness with his wife, mother, brother, and six children. Damn, that's a dad. Their own little. Get a football team. Yeah. The police started to hear stories in the spring. A Cree chief said that Swift Runner had turned cannibal. Oh, hell no. And a hunter reported that Swift Runner's entire family had been killed in the woods, but a squad of officers who went out to investigate couldn't find anybody. Well, if they'd been killed and eaten, you wouldn't... Yeah, it'd be hard to find. Well, and Swift Runner clearly is fast. Yeah. So. uh, Instead, in the spring, Swift Runner went to the police himself, telling them that his wife had committed suicide and the rest of his family had died of starvation. And here he was. There he was. Well, he's probably pickled from all the hooch. <laughs> that's that's not really a good story. If you're going to come up with one, don't say they all committed suicide. Well, and the officers did notice that Swift Runner was not under <laughs> In fact, he was a little chunky. <laughs> he wasn't so swift. He was carrying... He lo- swift some, Runner lost the step yeah, or two. Yeah, he's carrying some saddlebags yeah. on there. So, um... One one uh, one officer noted that the prisoner arrived at their camp in the spring and did not look very poor or thin. Okay, so let me... Or as if he's been starving. Are you going to recap this? I'm going to recap it because Timmy's not here and the, the viewers, don't listeners don't know what to do. Or do you think I need to recap? I don't. We haven't gone anywhere yet. Oh, okay. So, they became suspicious of the, of his story because the fat guy shows up. He <laughs> starved to death. Starved to death. <laughs> we didn't have nary a beat out there. <laughs> There wasn't a radish to be found. Nothing. Couldn't find a rabbit. <laughs> couldn't find shit. So police traveled to uh, with Swift Runner to his family's camp in the wilderness north of Fort Saskatchewan. <clears throat> After days of searching, they found the remnants of a campfire with piles of bones and human skulls scattered nearby. Some of the bones were dry and hollow, empty even of marrow. Damn. Well, <clears throat> he's sucking on those like some ribs. Like a chicken bone, yeah. A small moccasin had been stuffed inside the head of, as it turns out, the Swift Runner's mother. Mm. Uh, a beading needle was still sticking out of the unfinished work. I could have let her finish the moccasin. Yeah. So, let's see. Well, I mean, I'm gonna have to, you're going to have to talk because this is kind of jacked, and so I'm going to look at it real quick. Well, Swift Runner doesn't seem to be a very good uh, person <clears throat> to me. It seems like... Uh, now, you got any free Indian in you, devil? No. No Indian at all? No, I don't think... I don't know. I'm not done that ancestry DNA thing, whatever. So I'm afraid to do it, because I'm afraid I'm gonna, somebody's going to come out and tell me I'm Scottish. And I don't want to be Scottish. I am. I am that. That's, I am Irish. I, Irish, I don't mind, but I don't want to be Scottish. I am. Yeah. I am. Okay. And you find out you're Italian. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So... Anyway, so kind of what it comes down to is, you know, he comes to them with this story. So, and he ends up, and he goes to the Northwest Mounted Police, and they had just been in the area for like five years. So, basically, he's going to the Keystone Cops to tell them that, you know, I'm here, but my wife and everybody has died. Let me go take you out there and show you. So, and they, he went with uh, Inspector, uh, and it's in French, but it looks like Severe. Gagnon. Severe Gagdon. It's it, he's severely gagged on that one. Yes. <laughs> it's it's kind of like yeah. severe gagged on. Kind of like when Timmy says a five syllable word. I know. Gagged on. So he was given the task of investigating Swift Runner's behavior. So he goes out with this with these people to the trappers' camp. And he shows, and he shows all these guys. He's, you know, he takes them over to a grave. 
He explained that one of his boys had died and was buried there. They opened the grave and found the bones undisturbed. That, however, did not explain the human bones scattered around the encampment. So he just threw See, them up like fucking confetti. He was playing on the Xbox and just right. having a little leg and tossing yeah, them around. what the fuck? Um, Gagnon, that's just a ridiculous <laughs> name, uh, produced a skull, which Swift Runner willingly told him, yeah, that's, that's my wife. And without much prodding, he kind of told him what happened to the rest of his family. So he says, at This first, is not funny, folks, by the way. But Chuck is laughing. That's that's where we are. Well, it's just because he's so... I read this story. He's so he's nonchalant like, about he's it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So yeah. That, that's yeah. my wife. It was cold. I was hungry. Yeah. Um, so at first, Swift Runner is telling them that he became haunted by dreams. And a Wendigo spirit called on him to consume the people around him. The spirit crept through his mind and gradually took control... Finally, he was a Wendigo and Swift Runner, and he was not Swift Runner anymore. Uh, he then the Wind- he I, he did no longer identify as Swift Runner. He identified, identified as, as a Wendigo. Wendigo. Okay, you got to respect like a that. Like <laughs> Yeah, you got to respect that. But different. Uh, the Wendigo then killed and ate Swift Runner's wife. Hmm. See that now, folks. That's why you don't marry a skinny woman. Because you could in get case you stu- have to eat her. if you get stuck in the woods, it gets cold. You can't find a rabbit, whatever. You don't want to have some like, you know, Timmy always begging Radika, you know, marry me, marry me. No, he gets stuck in the woods where Radika. What's she gonna? She go for two days, maybe Not even. the best. Yeah. Uh, so this. So after he accomplished this, now keep in mind the kids are still around. Yeah, well, yeah. So he's killed their mother and eaten her. I wonder if the kids ate their mother too. Well. You know, I bet they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this accomplished. Uh, the Wendigo forced one of Swift Runner's boys to kill and butcher his younger brother. Mm-hmm. While enjoying this grisly repast, oh, look at you painting a picture. Mm-hmm. The spirit, now see, I don't like this part. The spirit hung Swift Runner's infant by the neck Ooh, from a lodgepole. Yeah, that was pretty gruesome. And then tugged at the baby's dangling feet. It was later shown that he had also done away with Swift Runner's brother and his mother in law. Although he acknowledged that the mother-in-law had been a bit tough. Yeah, don't get... If you're going to be out in the woods with somebody, hopefully they're plump. But try not to get them to be too old because then their flesh get all leathery and it's just not good. Yeah. So these poor policemen, again, the Keystone cops of this thing, (laughs) uh, hauled Swift Runner and the mutilated evidence back to Fort Saskatchewan. And the trial began on August 8th. 1879. He was tried for murder and cannibalism by a jury that included three English-speaking Cree half-breeds. So, uh, like, like Cher. <laughs> That's all she ever heard. That's all she ever heard. Uh, four men, well up in the all up in the Cree language. <laughs> I should have taken that half-breed out. That don't sound like a politically correct term to me. Well, that's what it said. It's in quotes. <laughs> Uh, and a Cree man who translated the proceedings, uh, a leading Cree English scholar, was also brought in to observe the trial and ensure that Swift Runner knew what was being said. Swift Runner knew English. He'd been running around yeah. with white men for long enough. Uh, nowadays, we view psychosis. We view as psychosis what the Cree thought would be the work of a Wendigo spirit. Um, at one time, I don't know what the hell this is, but at one time in the belt of parkland that borders the northern plains, it was far from being a rare phenomenon. Usually the symptoms were the same as those displayed by Swift Runner, and in one way or another, most of the afflicted Wendigos met similar violent deaths. It's kind of like here, how you find corpses when you jog in the park. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, up there, if you was a Wendigo. That's my own job. Yeah, well, that's why I don't, that's why I don't go up to, uh, and I gotta go to Canada. I hope the Wendigos is all gone. I'm going to Canada to go to this Canada. summer. Well, Renee's making it. Yeah. It's very cold up there. Well, we're going in the summertime. I think it stays cold. Well. I feel confident it stays cold. Although I am seriously considering moving there. I'm not sure they would let me. Happiest motherfuckers on the planet. They are happy. Colder, no witches can yeah. up there, but happiest motherfuckers on the planet. If I was president, I'd bomb them. Why would you bomb? Why? Because then I could move there and have the whole place to myself. 
It's a pretty big fucking place. I think you'd be all right with just your little plot of land. Well, maybe Toronto. You're going to take Toronto? Mm -hmm. All right. So, Swift Runner sat calmly through the, through the witnesses who described the family being in perfect health when they went into the woods. And then, you know, Swift Runner. It was like the Hunger Games. And then Swift Runner comes <laughs> yeah, out alone. Yeah. Although they didn't know they were tributes. <laughs> yeah, they, did. yeah they, they didn't know they was playing this They game. didn't know they were playing. There is no evidence presented in Swift Runner's defense. <laughs> it's kind of hard to put up a defense. Well, yeah, I, don't I was hungry. Well, I mean, what defense is he going to put we, up? Well, I know, and he's asked, does he want to say anything? I did it. I did it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I did yeah. it. What? <laughs> what? It's kind of hard to... It's kind of he, he, even F. Lee Bailey couldn't have got him out of that one. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Not when you sit there and say, "Oh yeah, that's my mother-in-law. She was tough. <laughs> yeah, she, she was a tough one." Yeah, didn't want to brush off that one. Uh, some said Swift Runner had developed a taste for cannibalism years earlier when he was forced to eat the remains of a starving, or sorry, of a starved hunting partner to save himself. Others said he had been possessed by the Wendigo, a flesh-eating spirit that tormented him and gave him nightmares. So he had to eat his starved hunting partner. So you know he got barely... And this is the thing. If you're going to eat somebody, you see the thing coming, don't let them weather down to nothing before you start eating on them. Oh, no. Like first day yeah, yeah. first day out. <laughs> it's the first day out. It don't even have to be cold yet. Oh, no. Just first day out <laughs> if there's snow in the forecast. <laughs> That's 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 Build our life advice. A fire. Yeah, that's our life advice. Yeah. Not as soon as you hear there's snow in the forecast and you're going to be outside. Out in the woods. Yeah. yeah. If outside, you got a hatchet. And more than a mile from a 7-Eleven. Yeah. That's pretty good life advice, I think. Oh well, I mean a mile's a that's a long way to try and hike well, for some yeah. slim jims. Well, and if you if you do them right, now it take you a, a week or so, but you can make some good. Uh, you can make jerky. Jerky out of them. Yeah, some, some traveling companion jerky. <laughs> so, just don't leave the bones scattered about your camp like... Like the, confetti! Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, it's not a very... He wasn't a smart man, I don't believe. I, well, but he got all popped up on the hooch. Well, and, you know, you know, I think we all can relate to that. I think we can. You get home at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're hungry, you'll eat drunk, anything. you're hungry in hell, yeah. White castles, Taco Bell. Well, the judge and the jury, they did not view this Wendigo idea in the same light as the Cree did. Well, I can't imagine. <laughs> they saw Swift on as a murderer. And Trapper made no attempt to hide his guilt. Nope. Magistrate Richardson quickly sentenced him to be hanged. But this sentence presented a problem, devil. The police had never before conducted an execution. Because they were new. They were new. <laughs> Although in Hudson, Hudson's Bay, the company, they'd once hanged an employee for murder. <laughs> which... I did not know. They, I, yeah, the Hudson they, Bay Company, they yeah, had an they employee. Had their own they thing. took the law into their own hands. And while I do appreciate some vigilante justice, <laughs> they, they, I don't know if that's uh, an HR handbook. <laughs> yeah, I bet it. I bet it's frowned on, first yeah. off. But here's, so he killed somebody at work? I mean, that, the paperwork on that alone had to be enough oh, for them to hang him. Yeah. Jesus. I'm so, surprised that hasn't happened here yet. But for all intents and purposes, this was the first execution in Western Canada. Sergeant Fred Bagley, a force bugler, of course he was a bugler, Is was there, put was in he charge. a bugler? A bugler. Like... Yeah, I understand what okay. a bugler is. It just... <laughs> I don't know. That's his job. It was important sure, that you, you knew that, Sure, you can be on the devil. police force. <laughs> yeah, but he was sure a bugler, too. Yeah, but you can be... Well, was he a bugler? Was bugler his full-time <laughs> job, or was well, he just... Well, I think when he wasn't hanging people... Well, they, he was the hangman, but they didn't hang anybody. Yeah, so, so. he's just entitled alone. <laughs> yeah, did he even have a bugle, or did he just? Did, he had a bugle. Or did he, he just did. do one of those? <laughs> <laughs> a kazoo. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, why does he? And why do you need a force bugler? That just seems like a waste of taxpayer dollars. Well, I think if you're going to be, if you're going to be walking on, coming through the forest, you want to scare off the bears. You got to have. You think bugler. that's what it is? Yeah. You don't think he just plays taps or whatever? Well, that could be too. Or whatever it is when they raise the flag. Well, it's like oh, us. We have the bagpipers. Well, they're Scottish. Yeah. But, you know, when they raise the Canada, the Canadian flag, yeah. they might not have had a Canadian flag yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wonder if they had one back then. We're going to have to look that up. I'm not looking that up. 
But um, it's weird that he's just the bugler. I wonder we, if they let you know, him carry a gun. We have a bagpiper in our group. Do we? Um, she's a police officer, Trish Creampuff. Oh, yeah? She's a bagpiper. She's a police officer? Huh? And well, smokes cigars. Well, she should be And drinks having, whiskey. She should have a fucking field day with this group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she get the hell out of the way, bugler. I got the real Does he even have a fucking here. gun? Like, do they even let him carry a gun? I think he just had to what beat people over What if he goes to pull his gun his... and he whips out his bugle? <laughs> yeah. Or his dick, for that matter. I don't know. I think you'd be better off with your dick than a bugle, but... Yeah, whatever. But they put they put I'm thread. not blowing either of them, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> they, put, uh, they put Fred in charge of the murder here. Though. There you go. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, that's what you do with that guy. Bugler's yeah, not doing anything like, else. Every, well, it, it, they was talking about who who going to do it, and everybody like looking around, looking at his feet, and you know, Fred's like, Fred was what? late to the party. Huh? Yeah, yeah uh-huh. you know, Fred just came in late. <laughs> yeah, I don't, oh, oh, he had a okay. late night bugling <laughs> somewhere. He had to get on the internet and figure out how to do it. So Gallows was erected within the Ford enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> they, they erected, erected one. <laughs> See, this is where Timmy would stop us. I know, Timmy sucks. And you know what, Timmy? I hope you're listening to this because you got no control. So far, we're at 25 minutes. This son of a bitch liable to go two hours, and you can't control a damn thing we're doing, Timmy. So there's an hour and a half of just mocking you. And laughing at erect. And laughing at erections. Well, let's not laugh at erections. The erect gallows. The <laughs> yeah. erected gallows. <laughs> the gallows was erected. Yes. And an old army pensioner named Rogers was made hangman. Also, they got some old guy to do the hangman. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> he didn't even know. Wait a no, minute. Why, they, what happened to the bugler? He was just put in charge of logistics. He was like the production manager. Oh, and then he doesn't even get to pull the switch? No, no, oh, no, no. Oh, that's fucked no. up. But it gets more fucked up than that. All right. Um... He, I'd be uh, pissy if I went through all that work and didn't get to pull the switch. The, uh, well, anyway, they erected the gallows. An old <laughs> army pensioner named Rogers was made hangman. Um, so, so anyway, yeah. he openly acknowledged his script, guilt. Yeah, I forgot where I was. <laughs> he openly acknowledged his guilt and thanked his jailers for their kindness but berated the guard for making him wait in the cold. Well, He's like Carl Panzram. You know what, though? It's colder than a fucking witch's titty in a brass bra out there. I don't want to be <laughs> well, standing out there all goddamn day long, nope. high beams on, dick all shriveled. <laughs> Here's where it goes. He was convicted of killing and eating his whole family, and he stayed calm despite the delays in hitching and hitches in this hanging. It's pitch black. You, you never want to hitch in your hanging. I know. It's brutally cold. And they lead Swift Runner from his cell... Um, from the jail cell to start his long last walk toward the gallows that awaited outside in the swirling snow. Swift Runner, or Cocky C. Cutchin, Bukaki C. Cutchin. <laughs> Bukaki, 
had been told to prepare for death, and seemed to have heeded their advice. He walked confidently into the yard, seeming much calmer than many of those who were there to watch him die. Because he's good. He's, he's fine. He knows what he did. He's, oh, know. he was a Hannibal Lecter. He was swift yeah, Hannibal. I yeah. had a mask on him. I'll bet they did. Or at yes. least put duct tape on his mouth. Yeah. I don't know if that sticks in the cold real good. Now, most of the 60 people gathered near the gallows had never seen a hanging. They were kind of nervous and anxious about the whole thing. Now, Sheriff Edward Richard had been delayed by snow and weather and was flustered by his late arrival at the fort. The hangman, too, appeared nervous. Because they'd never done it. Well, yes, first time, you know. You were, see, everybody's nervous. Everybody's nervous on their first time. And the execution it was supposed to take place at 7.30 on December 20th. Um, oh, with less than a half Christmas. hour left to go, it was discovered that the crowd had taken the trap, you know where they pulled a little lever? Yeah. They'd taken the trap and burned it as kindling because they were freezing the ass off outside. God damn it. <laughs> that's why you can't have nothing nice around those people. That's why. That's exactly yeah. why they will fuck up yeah. an animal. They fucked up a hanging. How can you fuck up a hanging? Dude, I don't even know. Make so the rope too long. they rushed to get the scaffold ready again. Swift runner sat near one of the fires. <laughs> <laughs> joking and chatting. Yeah. So he's just telling stories at yeah. this point. And he's snacking on pemmican. You know, with so, a, you know that motherfucker's playing the bugle too, sitting there by the campfire. <laughs> the thick, oh, he was playing some Louis Armstrong and yeah. whatever. And he had to, he's sitting there with, by the fire eating his pemmican stuff, whatever the hell that is. I don't is. know what that is. Big thick news hanging around his neck. <laughs> and then he said. That's, that's a little unnerving. He said, I. I could kill myself for the tomahawk before you people get done with this and That's save the hangman for statement. no. This is what he actually said. No, I know. I could That's kill so myself for the tomahawk and save the hangman some trouble because he was getting cold. He didn't mind that he was getting hanged. But, well, but, there's no reason. His, but, his balls can only shrivel up so far. <laughs> I know, and they wanted they wanted Swift Runner to be well hung. Clearly, <laughs> and you can't be well hung in the cold. But you know, like that. Sometimes I'm like, if I could just take a tomahawk. And just, just crack it into my be head. Be done with this whole thing. Be done with it. Yeah, that'd be great. If we could be done with this meeting, that'd be spectacular. <laughs> well, sometimes I've actually poked myself and made myself bleed before. I am not surprised. Yeah, I've done that. I'm not surprised at all. Um, during meetings. Yeah. Well, um, my actually during my last evaluation, I passed out. <laughs> on purpose. On but purpose. uh, so now anyway, he's uh sitting there in the snow for two hours. He's led to the gallows, and the execution was finally ready to proceed here, devil. He was allowed to eat one final pound of this pemmican stuff. Good lord. Yeah. And pemmican is a mixture of fat and protein. Yeah, it's like beef jerky stuff. Yeah. Looks pretty gross. But they forgot the little thing to bind his hand. What so they, thing, like rope? Like rope or whatever. Like they use they'd little, little rubber of straps. Well, you'd yeah. think they'd have plenty of rope lying around. I bet you who's got plenty of rope lying around. When I say who would have the most rope in our group, who comes to mind? Amber Group. Damn it. What? Something's wrong with that girl. Love her hard. But she is a mod. She is a mod. She, she is a, a mod. good job. And she is my high executioner. So I can't talk bad she about her. She wouldn't forget the bindings on that guy's hand. Oh, no. He'd have been bound up. Well, he'd have been bound up since the time she got him. Yeah. <laughs> Six foot three. He'd have been trussed like a pig. <laughs> yeah. Never mind that. Never mind that. He'd been dead by now. Yeah, he would have been dead. He would have been dead. I don't know if she would have eaten him, but... Well, no, but, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> we don't need a switch. I just kicked the floor out. <laughs> yeah. So he was allowed to eat this one final pound of pinnacam. Um, before he was pinioned tightly with a rope, his hands were bound, and a thick black hood was placed over his head. Now, just before this trap fell, he uh, he says, I'm no longer a man. Well. And they pulled the switch, and boom, he went down with a fearful force. And the body dropped about five feet. They had it timed right. It didn't chop his head off. Now he's good. He dangled there for a bit. He died without a struggle. They let him... Hang there for about an hour. They cut just him down. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Sure. And uh, they buried him in the snow. I don't... I don't think snow burial is a good disposal method. Well, never mind the fact that... God, that's a lot of work because the ground's frozen. It's a lot of work. And Did they just bury him under snow? No, I think they just threw him in they snow and just snow. covered him back up. Yeah, that's a better some, plan. Come spring, they found some guy with 
some six foot skeleton with a six foot three skeleton with a rope around his neck. Yeah, but I bet the soil there is good. You can put a lot of plants in there. I bet it is. Yeah. I bet always, it is. You know, I'm always looking at the bright side. So that is the story of Swift Runner. Yes. One we have wanted to do for quite some time, but Timmy would not allow it. Because he is a tyrant. He is a tyrant. Um, he's down. Is he? When's he coming back? I don't know. Like probably Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll, uh. He's down there being a drug mule at this point, probably. Yeah. He's not. Or he's been kidnapped. You know, this went pretty smoothly, Devil. I think it. We went didn't just stab fine. each other. Did not stab each other. I didn't even think about stabbing you today. Yeah. You know. So think about this. Usually, me and you are fighting all the time. Timmy's fault, clearly. Timmy's, Timmy's the, the instigator. Brother. Timmy's the middle he brother. He is a little middle brother. He's the middle He's brother. He's always starting the trouble. Uh-huh. Because he, he'll come to me before a podcast and say, you know, Brandy said, are you going to be on time because Brandy said this? Oh, yeah, he does that to me, too. He does it. Yeah. Chuck's going to be late. You know Chuck's going to be late. Yeah, we're going to have to we're gonna have to deal with him when he gets back. You know what would be awesome? What? Is to have uh, have some of our henchmen from the group waiting for him when he returns. Sitting in his office. God, he's pissed himself. You can't do that because God knows when he when he'll actually be back. Well, yeah, because he's coming back. Is he supposed to be back Monday? Uh, no, I think he's scheduled to come back Tuesday. Whatever day he's supposed to be back, he'll miss one extra day. Yeah, that's how Timmy does. And so back. then, you know, the henchmen that we have waiting with <clears throat> each other. Yeah, that's true. And then, you know, and we don't have very stable henchmen in that group. We don't have stable henchmen anywhere in any group. Yeah. It's a shame, really. You expect your henchmen to be, you know, somewhat on the up and up. No, not ours. Not ours. Well, no, with us. Yeah. I mean, I expect them to do shady shit to other people, but come on now. Yeah. Well, come so, on. you know what? We should do some shout-outs, Devil. Well, go right ahead. And All I right. won't even... You know what I'm not going to do? What? Interrupt you or tell you other names that you missed. Well, I'm you not going to do that. And if you if you a new listener, I don't have the list updated, so you'll be on the next one. I promise you. Um, and if I miss you, well, I'm, I'm only we only have time because they dropped a ton of work on us this week. Oh yeah, God! I mean, this has been just ungodly. They shouldn't shouldn't do this to us. I know. Um, so me and me and the devil got to get back to work here. But you know, the, Timmy does all this complaining about scripts and everything else. What? We whipped this together in a half an hour, devil. Oh, at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just got this done. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't know what Timmy does. Well, I think he, I know what he does. He says he doesn't watch porn on his computer, but you know he is. I know he is. It's ridiculous. Well, he's working on like 85 scripts at the same time. Yeah. So no wonder he can't get anything done. So let's start with the lovely Tasha and Miss Ophelia. Jeff Girdley, Sam Hildebrand, Linda Middleton, Missy Dean Horton, Brittany and Chris, Celine, of course, Catherine Richardson, Shirley Strap disappeared on us and had us all worried, devil. She did. <clears throat> and she did. I'm friends with her now, so. Oh, are you? Well, yeah, good. so if, you know, if something happens, I can keep an eye on her. And then, you know, another one that kind of disappeared um, that I had to, had to check on because she just actually has a life and doesn't spend too much time on Facebook and it worries me when ridiculous. I don't see yeah, it is ridiculous. Um but I just checked in our friend Rachel Marie Flynn. Oh okay. She's good. Um she's gonna get everything taken care of. So we're glad she's doing well. Um let's see, Cheryl Musku, Andy Bali, Mary Ray of course, Katie Moorhead, Christine Bourgeois, Jeff Appel, Maggie Glover, Dave Lampier Gene Bond, Becky Mitchell, Vicki Wallace, Steve Miller, your friend, Nick and Molly, of course. Nick just did a comedy thing last night. Neil Eagleton, Stewie Benton, Tracy Boosby, Ali Nett, little Ali Nett, um, Christine Hauer, Thomas Tui, TJ, of course, Robin Sanchez, Colleen Madsen, Aaron Fowler, Anna Girl Lion. We hope you get that job of teaching Anna Girl. Um, Rebecca Montanley, Mike Eisenhower, Daniel Fredrickson, Andy Sparaccio, Toby Deese, Nancy Jalapeno, Kim Kazmersky, um, Jennifer Hawkins, Tara Chinchilla, Lindsay Chicago, Lindsay O'Brien. I don't know if she did her Iron Man thing yet or not. Um, 
Angie Ball, of course. Ginger, I'm sorry, Ginger Angie Ball. Ah. She wants to be known as Ginger Angie Ball. Okay. Now, and that's what she shall have. Our dear friend Nicola, our friends from Insight, Allie and Charlie, who, you know, Allie got all, I was on the Insight page because I creeped that one sometimes. Yeah, of course you do. And uh, it was a podcast we listened to or something. Allie got all liquored up. She, you know, she liked to drink the Foskers. Yes. Yeah, and uh, said the blood feuds back on, devil. So, she's back on? Well, I don't know if when she sobered up, she took it off or not. Oh, okay. You know how those Australian people are. Um, Fiona Chris, speaking of Australian people. Sarah Bloom, Jennifer Burdick, Karen Barnes, of course, Janet Fitzgerald, Francis Darton, Jessica Williams with the fake butt underwear, Amanda Bocciball. Did you see those things she put yes. up the other day? Shannon, Tiffany, of course, Mon- Monica D'Agostino. Angie Cobes, Radica, Little Fallon, our mascot, Liz Keating, Jim Wicks, Jennifer, Maja, lovely Maja, Donna Hellman, Amber Croup, of course, Jamie Tarantino, who just had a birthday yesterday, happy birthday, Jamie, MJ Howard, Stephanie Quick had a birthday, happy birthday to you, Jessica Barnett, um, Tyra Jenkins, Little Amy Waterfall, Susan Angles, um, let's see, Kirsty, my my friend from over across the pond, Kirsty Ramsden. Um, Erica Clemens, you mentioned Becky Omelette. Um, I mentioned Trish Creampuff. Let's see, Charles Dent, Anonymous. I love him on the page. I don't know what his real name is, but Anonymous. He is funny. So uh, let's see who we got, who we got, who we got here. And as I said, Rosanna Fitton, of course. Um, Kim Stroop, Jennifer Savoda, Ronnie Rhodes, Aaron Shipley, Jay Alford, we've just got him, Sarah Taylor, Kim Bennett, Rachel Hummel, Lauren Marer, Molly Fontenot, Tim Hale, do, 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 Rob Roy, Andrea O'Dell, of course. Um, Joe Lamont, Todd Long, Tommy Lane, um, Tamia Ennis, Valerie Murray, Nancy Weller, Anita Darden, Carla, Nelson White, Angie L, Karen Alden, Norma DiMaggio, Andy Smizer, little Callie Jones. She's just crazy as the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Skip you. um... Genesis, Alicia, Kelsey Fro, of course, Marion Buckwald, Stacy Lynn, Brenda Deutsch, Liz Evans, Jessica Bishop, Bob Kell, Amelia Roscoe, Jeff Hopkins, of course, from the other, uh, Mark Hammermeister from the Conspirators, uh, Heathers, Heather Poole, Heather Hall, Melissa Lebrano, Maria Barber, Stephanie Glenn, Christina Hodges, Christina Montana, of course, Cheryl Pierce, Tracy Harper, Amy Carol Payne, Danielle Fredrickson, um, Don Gordon, John Gray, Dave Hill, Michael Deo, um, Leah McGraw, Lauren Meredith, Stephanie Pauling, Leah McAllister, Maj Payne, Terry Pickett, Holly Schreiber, and I believe that's all I... Christy Lee, of course. Um, Shirley... I got on Shirley Strap. Casey Wilcox. Jill Phoenix, MJ... Did I say MJ Howard and Sarah Morgan? Brooke Smith, Mike Hound, Chris Lane. Justin, of course. Justin Rodor. Is Justin coming to Bronco? I don't think so. No, that's a shame. I'd like to meet Justin. Well, yeah. Although, you know, he'd get murdered there. Kristen Whiting... Lydia, of course, um, Tina Reeves, Kaz Every, Christina Stinson, Marissa Sanchez, Terry Helmsley, Maddie Kinnon, Mike Tabor. Um, who's the one that makes all the all the great memes, Devil? Richardson. Yeah, Miss Richardson. Kate with the C. McCarthy, Katja, Olivia Meyer, Brian, Lisa Lawton, Donna Curran, Aaron Wentz, Phyllis Munson, Colton, Clark Trowbridge, Lisa Trowbridge, Diane Trowbridge, Shonda and Larry, 
Tommy Boomashine, Gina Spillane said hello to or happy birthday to Stephanie Quick, Laura O'Reilly, Gabby Lewis, John Cunningham, Allison Moon. Um, let's see, we got all these. So I think I got everybody. If I missed you, just yet put on the page. Hey, Colonel, you missed me. Um, this is to see who's paying attention. Oh, they put a profile up of your senior year there, devil. You look, look like at that uh, hair. Man, how long did it take you to get ready in the morning? Look at that hair. Oh, the hair took a while. Yeah. yeah. The hair took a while. You was just, uh, that was your flash dance phase, wasn't oh, it? No, that was just the early 90s phase. Oh, that's with just. The Aquanet and the white can, or yeah. the rave sometimes, if you were feeling fancy. Rave was the good stuff? Rave was the good stuff back in the day. That would keep your shit tight. Now, that's a true story. I go up to Dayton. Me and my friends, my two friends, Jerry Combs, Marty Kiley. You don't have friends. This back in the 80s. Sure. When everybody in front of us had a big head. And this was before they got all crazy about you smoking indoors. Right. So we're, we're seeing Rush, of course. Oh. So we're uh, smoking the joint. Rush. Yeah. Okay. And this guy that with me, Marty Kiley, had his gruff voice. And he's singing along with the band. And he's, yeah, and they're doing like. If you know Rush, you know. No, I hate Rush. But Today, Tom Sawyer, treat me know. right. And he's yeah, singing just like Tom that. Sawyer, but it. he's smoking on this joint in a seed pop, devil. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. The seed lands in the girl in front of us hair. And this is back when... Oh, that shit would go up now. It would go up now. And we could see it start to smoke. Yeah. So he is singing... Uh, today, Tom Sawyer. But then he's whacking on the back of the head, trying to put out the fire. And she don't know what's going on. All she knows is some strange guy behind her tapping her on the back of the head. And she's like, what, what, what? And he's like, turn around, turn around, turn around. And then he's like, okay, I thought you had something in your hair. And actually, her hair did start to smolder a little bit, but he got it put out before I'm that. I'm telling you. That oh, it was a was, dangerous time. It was a dangerous time, but I'm telling you what, it's, you know... You gotta, you gotta love that you had the Aquanet and the white can that would keep your shit straight. Mm -hmm. That was like for everyday use. The good stuff though, you get the rave, and the rave was in a blue can, oh, and that okay. shit would hold for days. See, I have decided um, my own personal grooming. Uh huh. I went and got my passport photo taken, and I realized that that the beard makes me look very old. It's yeah. all gray, all white. So I cut it almost all off. Then when I went to shave, I ran out of time. Right. So now I just look like a homeless guy. Noah, Noah wanted, told us last time we saw Uncle Casey, that he wanted his hair like Uncle Casey. And Uncle Casey, you know, he's got his head. Mm. He's not bald, but it's real, yeah. real close. He's just got a buzz. And so I was telling Noah because, you know, he just, he, you can't. He looks like a little, just ragamuffin. Like yeah. We've had his hair cut real short like that. And he just, it looks awful. But I said, sweetie, you know, Uncle Casey has his hair like that because, you know, he has a receding hairline. My brother swears up and down. Now, this motherfucker in the middle is fine. He's like Casey. Eddie Munster. He looks like it, yeah. But on the side there, it's, it's running like, it's away. It's just like mine. Yeah, it's yeah. running away. It is not. I just keep it this close. That little son of a bitch just sat there and argued with me for <laughs> just five minutes. Well, you know, I have, when I was in high school, because you see how mine is. Right. Mine was like this in high school. Right. And people was, it's funny because people was always tell me, you're going to be bald by the time you're 22 years old. Now I see those guys bald as a bitch, trying to hide it, curl it, right. cover it up. I'm like, mine just crept back a little bit. You yeah. just ran away. Yeah, no, Casey's hair is running straight away from his face. Yeah, well. All right. All right. So, Colonel, where can they find us? On um, Facebook, the History Dweebs, the podcast. Uh-huh. Twitter at somewhere... History Dweebs 1. History Dweebs 1. Or Hawk Walters. That's if you want to follow me. I don't really tweet much. I don't tweet much either. You can find us on Stitcher. Or you can find us on the iTunes. On the iTunes. Um, you can leave us a review if you like the show. The last review we didn't get was, was kind of hurtful. Last review was a little hurtful. I, I got to say that. Yeah, I read it. Very it much. I don't read them. You know, did they rip on you? They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> He said I either was dumb or acted dumb. They couldn't tell the difference. Well, at least you didn't so, give anybody ear cancer. No, that's true. <laughs> so, but, you know, uh, there was a thing, and I don't really mind. You know what I don't like about the reviews when they're, not, when they're, when they're lazy? 
Yeah. When they just say, oh, worst show ever. It's like, you're really going to log in, take all that time. I know. To just put worst show ever? Over a free show. Yeah. Over. I mean, if you want to say, even if you say something good, like, great podcast. Yeah. It's like, that's not really, I mean, what I don't get is the effort that it takes you, because to log into iTunes is no small feat. God, no kidding. And uh, so if you're going to leave a review, I think you get more than 142 characters. Right. So you can leave a you can leave a good one about, you know, maybe how you want to, dirty things you might want to do to the colonel. Mm, don't ever leave that review. Yeah. So... Colonel, any final thoughts? I have no final thoughts. Um, don't eat your neighbors or your family. You know, even it's though thanks when Thanksgiving, I know I don't like to get together with my family, but eating well, them's a little extreme. eating your family is bad form. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it rude. Is. Well, and you ain't Quite gonna frankly, get no Father's Day gifts. No, and don't, get for, you don't forget Mother's Day is coming up this weekend. Mother's Day is Sunday. So don't forget because if you forget Mother's Day around, well, first of all, you can't forget Mother's Day around my house because she will let you know. Remind starting you. Monday that Sunday is Mother's Day because you fuckers will forget unless it unless she reminds you. Uh, but you know what? The last two Father's Days, I have been home alone. That's the best Father's Day gift ever. Actually, it's not a bad Father's Day. I've been home alone with Rudy. So that's best Father's Day gift yeah, ever. Yeah, it is. So that's what we plan to do. So we hope you like the show. We hope you um, like the show without Timmy because we may make an executive decision to just eliminate him from the show. Allie and Charlie did it. They kicked him off. I don't think we will. I don't think we'll eliminate him. I mean, we need him for some stuff, for technical issues. Uh, this computer's kind of hard to monitor. Yeah. So we, we can do it. He's, he's basically issues. just a sound engineer. Yeah, that's He's right. not real talented. Well, clearly, Joan Crawford, so, you and I are the real talent. We're the, we're, the, we're the brains behind this operation. Well, yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And that's all I got. See you next time on History Dweeb. Yeah, have a good day. Bye-bye. 